It's the show that makes us talk. So what United State has the smallest sodas? I don't know. Minnesota. <laughs> what about our life? With Chris and Will. Welcome to another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. This week, we are talking about Rosalind Kine and her new single, Save the Country. And we're also talking about giving thanks, because literally, we are a week away from Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Yes, have you been preparing? (laughs) I mean, literally, have you been preparing? Or, Or are you like me, who waits until a couple of nights before Thanksgiving or the night before Thanksgiving to go buy all the food that you know is not going to be on the shelves when you get to the store. (laughs) So yeah, so um, happy holidays to everyone. Happy Thanksgiving coming up. Yes. Very excited about that. Let's talk about seasons. It's talking about seasons now because a lot of seasons changing. <laughs> Expose. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So when we talk about seasons, what are you? What comes to mind? Obviously, summertime is like really hot, and then you know you go into where you are now, where it's yeah. the fall weather, and uh, well, it depends. I mean, I guess 
the change of the leaf colors, you know, that yeah, could be colors. Absolutely. Looking at it, it could be a beautiful thing. Um, but also for me, it's a letting go type thing, moving on. It's a general vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it's a general vibe. It changes moods. Yeah. If you ever notice that uh, people's moods change with the seasons. Yeah, like I had this thing to where I think it's in, yeah, November, to where I, well, when I was a teenager, I would listen more to classical music, you yeah. know, when it's rainy outside, but it's that calming, uh, soothing. Girl, we're already rain. listening to Christmas music. That's yes. what's funny about it. But then, you know, you talk about that. That goes into the holidays. You talk about Christmas, Halloween, Thanksgiving, of course, and then New Year's. I mean, mm -hmm. who... We used to not plan New Year's Eve, but now we've just gotten to the point to where it's like, okay, it kind of sets our new year Yeah, when we do. Well, it's like, okay, want to do something? Okay, what? And then we do it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> all the television specials start coming out, the movies. Yes. I mean, the themes of everything, entertainment, so much more variety of entertainment, the mm -hmm. music. Again, it's all the moods. Every yeah. season has its A lot of movement. music. I yes. mean, that's really where it goes to because it's, it, I won't say it sets the tone, but it gets you into that feeling. And you're not sweating. You're, 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 you're actually enjoying the cool weather yeah. outside. So you're like, oh, I get to take a break from sweat for a little bit. I get to engulf some of that water weight that keeps coming out during the summertime. <laughs> well, summertime for me, I like it because it is a little bit warmer depending on, you know, what area of the country that we're visiting. Well, yeah. But I mean, I guess it just depends on what's going on. And, you know, and I always felt that um, people are coming together more when the seasons changed. Yes, they do. They really, yes. really, really, really do. Mm -hmm. So we always enjoy the, the seasons change when it comes to, um, especially around Christmas time, Thanksgiving, yeah. or Halloween, even. Yes. So you got to love the seasons, but that's what makes the seasons memorable to us. For just us two, gee, how I love you. It's a beautiful day, yeah. What a beautiful day, yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. Nothing I'd rather do than lie in the sun. Knowing I'm close to you, holding your hand. And hearing you say, gee, how I love you. It's a beautiful day, yeah. What a beautiful day, yeah, it's a beautiful day. The sky is blue for just us two. We'll have our way on a beautiful day, yeah. What a beautiful day, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful day. Everyone's swinging, love's in the air. Like the song I am singing, I'm happy with you. 
Cause you love me too Gee, how I love you It's a beautiful day, yeah What a beautiful day, yeah It's a beautiful day is another great song by Rosalind Kine. That one is called It's a Beautiful Day. Yeah. And you know what? It really is a beautiful day over here. Yay. Is it a beautiful day where you are? That's the good question of that. You know, um, gosh, we're giving thanks right now. What are you most thankful about? Us? Yes. Puke, puke. <clears throat> <laughs> but seriously, though, look at everything that we've encountered, gone through. I mean, we're still alive. We're breathing. We're doing this podcast. Yeah, the strength and acceptance, of course. Yes. Very long journey in that story. But of course, you know, uh, we talk all about that in the uh, docuseries that we released. Yay! It's called Chris and Will, the Real Prince Charming. Yes. You'll have to check it out. A lot of great stories and series and stories and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, diversity, there's a good one. Yeah. You got to give thanks about diversity because, you know, we're all different. We've talked about this before about the style, your mm -hmm. lifestyle. So, you know, be thankful that um, you have your own style. It would be pretty boring if you you didn't. Mm -hmm. um, life accomplishments. That's another thing to give thanks for. Yeah. The things that you're accomplished in your life, the things you've done, the things you didn't think you would do. Family, friends, another good one that yeah. everybody thanks for during Thanksgiving time. Uh, Mother Nature, of course, we got to give her credit. Yeah. For at least having the seasons. I mean, it allows us to change. Inventors for allowing us to have the things that we didn't think we'd ever have in our wildest dreams. Mm -hmm. Pets, of course. Yes. Got to love it in some pepper. Yay. Yes, of course. Pepper. And then being yourself, love and people in your life, that means something. Mm -hmm. So a lot of giving thanks in that matter. Um, gosh, and knowing that you can, yeah, absolutely, and the ability and the devotion and the challenges in your life. You always got to look at the challenges in your life because that's what grows you. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what makes you human. That's what makes you who you are. Being a dreamer, that's a good one. Yeah, always got to be a great dreamer. Um, the artists, life in general. Yeah, the people, the people that make things happen that you didn't think could make things happen. Those friends or neighbors that you don't ever talk to, be thankful <laughs> for them because they help you be stronger in who you are. So it's actually mm. quite interesting. But, you know, our story always talks about us. And, you know, um, we do have a great story to tell. And there's a lot of ups and downs to our story and a lot of conflict, a lot of natures of abuse, personal things, personal items, personal connections with family and friends, shit that's happened in our life. I mean, all kinds of different things. And we express that in the new docuseries. Yes. We yes. really do. And mm -hmm. sometimes we express it on the show, but we don't always like to talk about the negative stuff on this show, but it's, it's worth it. I'm kind of glad that we've told the story and proud that we're telling the story. You know, you were talking about giving thanks. You're right. Because however many years ago, 
I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, this wouldn't have been. You would never thought of it. Yeah. And you, I don't even, even Not if you that, did, those, I don't think yeah. you would have wanted to. I yeah. think the fear of what ifs or what happens would have came into the picture. Well, another thing too is um, uh, like getting on camera as far as yourself, like not acting in a role, but being in front of the camera and it's about you. It's about me. It's about well, confronting. Absolutely. And, you know, and yeah. there's nothing special about Chris and Will. We just have a great story to tell. And, you know, somebody asks us, you know, well, what, what happens if the, if the family or whatever know about you talking about them? And we don't give names in the series or whatever. But at the end of the day, this is my thought process on it. If they wouldn't have done the shit in the first place, they'd have nothing to worry about. Mm -hmm. It's the way I feel about it, yeah. you know. But you have to give thanks to who you are because that strength is, is where you grow. And I think for this Thanksgiving, we're very thankful in how our year and how our growth has gone, not just with the show, but the many things that we're doing and then we've mm -hmm. got going on. Yeah. And uh, that's important. That's important. So always remember that when you're giving things, because it's not always about food for Thanksgiving. It's about uh, being grateful. I mean, yeah. you got to be authentically grateful. Yes. I mean, period. And there's nothing else to, to go with that. But, you know, we have been talking a lot about giving thanks, the seasons and all these different topics, and we've listened to Rosalind Kine. Rosalind Kine is our special guest today. Yeah, We are so happy to have her on the show. She has a very good song. It's called Save the Country that is out right now. Um, you know, one of the things about Save the Country is we forget about our ability. We forget about our positive outcomes, our love, our mirror that we're looking at, our freedom, what's important, we forget about ourselves in general. And, and it talks a lot about how we should change and how we should, you know, do things to save us from all that negativity. Yeah. And it's a great song. Because having change makes so much Absolutely. Stuff. Absolutely. I mean, it's such a diversified song. Yeah. And we love it. We absolutely love it. Well, Rosalind, of course, is none other than the sister of Barbara Streisand. <laughs> yeah. But Rosalind, she's been in the business for a long time, and I've loved her music for years. Um, she does have a different style of how Barbara sings, but her style is so new unique, just like with how new Barbara. Unique? I know, right? I think that's a new word. Right. <laughs> well, she's done a lot. She's also was on an episode of The Nanny. That's know. right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And, you know, and we talk a little bit more about Barbara. She, her... And Barbara and I think um, another family member went on a tour mm -hmm. together and they sang together on stage, which we kind of totally missed that. But um, that was nice. I wonder if they're going to record music together. That would be a it would very, be very great collaboration. She's an RCA recording artist. Uh, her first album was Give Me You in 1969, mm. actually. She was in Saturday Night Live. She's been on the Ed Sullivan Show. And she was on Broadway for three from Brooklyn. Hmm. So the amazing Rosalind Kine is going to be with us. So we're going to give her a call. And we are going to talk to none other than Rosalind Kine. So sit back, relax. And Rosalind Kine is coming up.
Welcome a true iconic voice, the amazing Rosalind Kind. Hi, Rosalind. How are you? I'm doing great, Will. How are you? Oh, I'm doing amazing, too. Thank you for asking. 
There is so much talent in that family. It's like, wow. I just, I don't even know how you guys contain yourselves when you're together because there's just so much talent out there that it's just like, all righty then. So I guess the best way to start this is how did you, or when did you discover your voice? Um... Let's see. How old was I when Davy Crockett was on? (laughs) (laughs) Good show, by the way. Yeah, I used to love it as a kid, right? Yes. Oh, Um, I did too. I I discovered it as a a child, you know, and I I love listening to records and singing with records and uh, making up scenarios or writing myself into scripts from television shows that I loved Uh um, and, you know, and acting them out by myself at home. Um... But the voice, yeah, it was when I was a kid. Yeah, I sang. I mean, I remember singing in, se- in third grade. Wow. I, I uh, sang in a, in a third grade production. And, um, yeah, what can I say? That's where I first discovered it, I guess. So did you ever imagine that you would make a career out of it? Not in the beginning. In the beginning, when I was going to school, when I was in seventh and eighth grade, I was good in math, and I used to correct my teacher's math p- test. <laughs> so wow. I thought I was going to be a math teacher, which made my mother incredibly happy because she was in the school system. And she thought she always used to say, you got to go in the school system because you, you're paid, you get paid vacation, you get all these weeks off during the year. You know? Right. So she always was a believer in having something to fall back on. Um, but I didn't do that. I went right into show business from graduation from high school, the day of my graduation from high school. I read about that. You went into the studio and started recording your first, was it first single or first album? My first album. Wow. Give Me You. Yes. Yeah. That is incredible. And tell me about that experience. Well, it was kind of mind-blowing. I, um, I remember auditioning for... Record, record companies, and this particular one was RCA, uh-huh. and um, I was signed by Harry Jenkins, may he rest in peace, uh, who was the same uh, president at the time that signed Elvis Presley years before. Whoa, so that's so big that time. time. <laughs> yeah, you know, not, not bad company, right? Mm-hmm. right. And, uh, and he gave, a, you know, in my junior, my, before I ended my senior year, I had a green light and a contract. And um, started, I actually, I started, I think, I can't remember the first one I started to record. It might have been The Shape of Things to Come from that album. I'm not positive, but it was in the evening, you know, at 12 noon of my graduation day. Uh I was in Studio Uh B at RCA when they were still located at 23rd Street or something before they moved to 6th Avenue in New York. Wow. That had to be uh, an incredible, like, dream come true. I could just... I could just almost feel the chills when, uh, like, okay, I'm in the studio. I'm actually doing this. This is for real now, you know? So mm-hmm. I could just, oh, that would, that's incredible. That is absolutely incredible. So, so tell me about growing up with a family with talent. Now, I saw an interview that you did, or I think it was one maybe that you and your sister or your sisters did, or somebody had said something that your mother actually had an incredible singing voice as well. Yeah. Yes, so, my, we, my, my mother got it from her father. Our maternal grandfather was a cantor in Russia Wow! before they emigrated here. But he didn't follow through when he got here. Uh-huh. You know, so, but he had the voice. He passed it on down to our mother, who was a soprano. Uh-huh. 
And then we go down the piano. My sister's next in line because she's got more high tones, and then I come down. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's genetic. God, God granted us with that gift that hopefully we can use to make a world a better place, right? Yes. Make things happier. And I think huh? that you guys have, I think, in a lot of ways, because, I mean, you, just like with your sister, do a lot of great causes and support a lot of different things and a lot of different organizations. And you send out some of these amazing messages in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. So I think that you do. You guys have uh, just a, not only just, an, I would say, an incredible life, but just an incredible personality and such a big heart in a way, you know. Well, you know, it's it's really, I learned when I was still, you know, not so much in the very beginning because you're still a child and still trying to get your foot footing, you know, uh-huh. but as you grow up and you experience life and you go through maybe like I did a marriage that didn't work out or whatever, um, my career didn't go as just skyrocketing as much as my sister did. I've, I've hit plateaus and gone side by side, you know, whatever. I've had new beginnings and um, 1984... I was reading a lot about psychic phenomena and uh, and you know things that were supernatural, but of the other you know the other plane that sometimes we are influenced by, hopefully in a good way, that help us out. Anyway, I read so many books and it just made sense to me that we're not just here this one time around uh-huh. because there would be no purpose to it. We come here to learn lessons. We came here to learn universal, unconditional love. And wow. as you can see through all. The generations, we're still learning it, aren't we? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but that, that, that's an important thing that we have to all grasp and really start living. Uh, it, it earns our way back to the, the original life force in the sky, God, the universe, whatever you, whatever you feel comfortable calling uh-huh. that power. But it is a universal light that is in each and every one of us. Yeah. And I started my journey in 84 from my readings and uh, from my reading my books while I was on the road and then having a, a past life regression, which gave me what my purpose was here in life during wow. this lifetime. Wow. So yeah, it still I'm took sorry. me a while. It still took me a while to grasp that road um, mm-hmm. to where I am today. But every life experience, you know, and how you handle it, uh, Hopefully you grow in the right way. And I've always, ever since I was told what my path is, I've always with, consciously went after those things to, um, to improve myself and, and, uh, and to be able to see the, the love light in, you know, in, in what I do and what I can do to bring the world together. Wow. Um, especially these days, you know, it's oh, just yeah. in such havoc and chaos and people aren't treating people nicely and, and people aren't well from all of this. Absolutely. You know, people are getting Absolutely. sick mentally, emotionally, physically yeah. from all of this. I, I pray to have a stable uh, country again. You know, oh, yeah. it's just the things that we lectured other countries about, it seems we're going through now. Isn't it strange? It we is. were the lecturers. We were the examples. We should be remaining those examples. Exactly. And, you, know, yeah. and you say that, and, and, as, and sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you, no. as you say that point, the one thing I noticed that that in our country that a lot of people and we kind of spoke of this a little bit with uh, when we interviewed Ruta Lee uh, a while back. And uh-huh. um, the one thing that we that this country, I think, is afraid to admit or even say 
is mental health. Yeah. I really mm. believe that we uh, that we as a country are afraid to admit that we have a big mental health problem here. And we're yeah. afraid to say it in so many different ways because mental health is seen in so many different forms. And I just think mm-hmm. that we ignore it. And it, it just, yeah. it scares people, I think. Well, yeah, but, you, you know, it, and fear, what did, what did the... Our president say in the past, there's nothing to fear but fear itself, Franklin right. Delano Roosevelt. Uh-huh. And I, I, I think we all grow up with fears. Well, none of us are perfect. What you don't know, you question, and sometimes you can be fearful of. But you can come through it by investigating it yourself, but you don't want others planting more of it in you to make you an insecure right. human being. Yeah. And Absolutely. I resent that. I resent people planting fear in other people. I do, too. Fear of, of differences. Fear of health, fear of whatever, fear of they're going to lose what they have. That you know, don't don't do that. Don't do that on my watch, please. I mean, I, I'm only a little voice, and I can only, in my way, try to help with healing through my music because people's hearts are so hurting right now. Right, mm-hmm. their hearts, their heads. You know, and and we're we're all. We're all suffering from what's going on. It's not, a, I don't remember a lifetime like this uh, exactly. ever having to worry about my government. Right. You know, and I agree. What's going on? I agree. I mean, <laughs> we've gone through a, quite a few presidents of our own in our own lifetime, and I just don't ever remember it like quite like this as it is now. I mean, we all had our agreements and disagreements on the ones we liked, right. we didn't like. And now it's just we are all so busy. I don't. I could be wrong in they're saying. Tri- yeah, it's yeah. They're pri- tribal. They're, tri- they're tribalizing and privatizing for one one side at a time instead of coming together. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And, and and I really you know one side is seems to me more for the people and the other side more for the corporations and the power money because I don't know what's going on in their pockets and I'm not going to say everybody's guilty of it but you know I've always heard since I'm a child nothing is kosher in politics. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, right. So you have to question everything, but there's, there's, there's the reality, and then there's the, and the, and the fact, and then there's the fiction. And right. those who sometimes want to gain power use fiction and fear to gain hold of people's hearts. Absolutely. And those, that, that's not the kind of heart you want in your life, and that's not the kind of heart you want to have. You want to be open and welcoming and loving. Love yourself like you love your neighbor. You know, be there. I know in my upbringing in Brooklyn, that was a melting pot when I was growing up in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. You know, we were, we were middle class. I didn't feel like anything about wealthier people having more. It never even touched my mind. We were happy in what we had. So it's not even about everybody fighting to be at the top at that time. It was just have you be able to uh, keep your family healthy, happy, send them on to school, make the next generation better than yours, whatever, you know. Right, but right. it was always moving forward. And I was always taught, you know, to, to treat my neighbor well and to welcome the stranger. And uh, um, I, you know, I was always kind of open to other people's religions. As long as, you know, I'm, I'm not close. I'm, I'm Jewish, but I also believe in the New Age, so I call myself a more aware Jew. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I, I would love to open everybody to that awareness of unconditional love that is a necessity that we can learn from our own pets. Because yes. they know it better than we do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I yeah. totally they agree know it with better that. than we do. I totally you know, agree I, with that. Would you say that this would be the uh, inspiration for your new song that you have out, Save the Country? I would say that because we also went through things in the 70s when the song was originally written by Laura Nero and she used it during the riots and, and the protesting during the Vietnam War. 
Uh-huh. And we, we just redid it and we arranged it out of the box and, um, and brought in some of what's going on today and uh-huh. trying to make people that, you know, we are patriotic, we love our country, but come together already. Stop right. the hatred. Stop the distrust. You know, why? I mean, it's it just it's horrifying to me that we're still in this place after so many years, so and, many years. And it is it. it well, it's it, it's horrifying. It's terrifying. And it's it's that, it's all that fear, because the biggest question I always have is um, when people would argue with us over our lifestyle. I'm sitting there going, mm-hmm. what is it to you? What does it matter to you? Because you're you're not in our living room. You don't spend you don't spend your life with mm-hmm. us twenty four seven. So why does it matter what we as two gay men want to do compared to you? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't care to go into your life twenty four seven and find what you do on your private time. That's your business. And it's just the same mm-hmm. with us. And we kept we for the longest time when everybody was talking about the whole marriage thing and that was a big question for us as well and mm-hmm. the one thing i explained to somebody and it clearly it was i told him i said you know it's really not about the fact for us at least of getting married it and tying that knot it's mm-hmm. really not about that fact what it is is when something happens to him or something happens to me and i want him or he wants or i or he wants to make or i want him to make the decision I want them mm-hmm. to be able to make the decision from the right person and not the wrong person. Because, you know, mm-hmm. Willie unfortunately has a lot of indifferences with his parents and yeah. his parents don't have anything to do with him. Mm-hmm. But if you go by the legal system, if stuff happens uh-huh. to him, his parents have the rights to make those decisions. And that's the point I kept telling him, said, you have to understand he doesn't want them to make the decision because they made their decision to basically disown him. They Correct. made that choice. But yeah. But you're not, he's not underage, right? No, he's we've been age. together for over but, 20 years. He's not. Well, but, so all, all the more reason, I mean, you know, there's that commonality there. If there was nothing else, you're, you're, no, you're no longer under your parents' jurisdiction. Correct. And you can write, you can, you can write. You can make, you know, a decree or whatever you do if, God forbid, anything happens. This is your power of attorney. This is the person who's going to decide for you. This is the person who's going to take care of it. And we do we do have the power of attorney because we do get married in December. But yes. we do have that. Unfortunately, uh, because we travel in different states, not all the states are following by that rule. And believe oh, it or not, we've had uh, we've had consistent fights with that. Yeah. To the point to mm-hmm. where it's almost sad that anytime. We have to bring him because he does suffer from PTSD. And so when we have these issues that have to be addressed or he goes into the hospital, it's almost to that point to where it's sad to where I actually have to call my attorney and say, hey, look, we're in the hospital. I need you to follow our back so that way, you know, he can get the care that he needs and it doesn't go to his parents. And that's that's Mm -hmm. why I keep saying we are we're in that war of equality. And it said if we could just respect one another and let it be then i think we would almost be in a we would definitely be in a better place and oh my god my my feel my feeling is is that if everybody came from a place of universality universal love knowing that your blood is the same color you come from the same light and mm-hmm. if you really look within you will find that little light inside yourself yeah. use it yes use it and open your awareness come to be the person and the people and the country god meant us to be God didn't mean us to criticize each other. God didn't put judgment on anybody. Right. 
of the people are putting judgment and people who are in a specific group. Nobody has a right to judge somebody else. It's whatever that they feel. In other words, I'm Jewish, but I'm a, I follow Reform Judaism, okay? Um, right. Some of the, the, the stricter sects wouldn't consider me Jewish, but I consider me Jewish. I still follow, and I was brought up, and I was raised conservative, and I went to yeshiva. It's just how I choose to, uh, to follow my religion today that makes me happier. Right. And you I know? agree. And I... And I still feel like a Jew then. They may not re- respond to me, but, you know, that's not my problem. Right. And God, you know, he, did, he didn't put that on anybody else to judge the next person. Whatever that person, like a woman's uh, having to own her own body. Nobody right. has the right to tell her what to do. And nobody has her conscience. Whatever she does something wrong, it's going to be on her conscience. But how dare you put your rules and what you feel on the next person. We, you know, you don't bother us. We don't bother you as long as you believe in God and you care about your neighbor and you come from a place of goodness. Yeah. And and civility and respectability to respect each other for our differences and our similarities. Right. I agree. Nobody is less than anybody else in this world. I don't care. Money doesn't make you more than a person who doesn't have it. Character does. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you for saying that. That is such a Character true Character does. That's how I judge the people in my life. I want people in my life who have a good heart. Yes. yes. Who are honest and, and, have, and have integrity and are good people and have love in their heart. I'm smiling right now hearing you say that. So <laughs> I am so, so thankful. Aww. <laughs> Well, you know, we just have to turn everybody else around. It's a job. That's what we're doing. We've got to do it if we're going to save this, this country and save our planet. Uh-huh. People's the mindsets have to get changed for the better. And if they really believed in, in the, the big man upstairs or the universal light, they would follow it. And this doesn't go with it. This does not com- compute with what that is. You Absolutely. cannot be hateful and fearful and judgmental and be in that world and be from unconditional love. No way. One or the other. And we, and we have to get people on the track of unconditional love. And I think if we were able to do that, we could create heaven right here on earth. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know. There's a big amen on that one. Uh-huh. I have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> amen. <laughs> So, yeah. so you were singing just a little bit. So, do tell me, tell what is the feeling that you get every time you get up on that stage? The feeling I get is well, if I, I get my feelings even before I get on stage because I do affirmations to my my higher my higher self to talk to my angels and my uh-huh. and God above to help me be a light in life to uh-huh. help me spread his word of love and light, to bring people's hearts together. Uh-huh. Um, and so everything I do and all the songs I sing are always with, you know, obviously with the love, it's related to love. Yes. And when I, when I, sing, when I sing with, with my audience, I say with because I don't sing at them. And I look in people's eyes. If I can see people's eyes, I look at them. I love working with them and kibitzing with them and making them feel like they're part of me. They always come up and say they feel like they're in my living room, that, you know, that, oh, my God. Um, you, that made them cry one time years ago before I was even aware of why I'm doing all this. A couple, a young couple came up to me that I was singing in San Francisco somewhere, and they, they, she said, oh, my God, thank you so much. My, my boyfriend proposed when you sang When, uh, when I Fall in Love. Wow. Oh, wow. 
you know, that's the kind. I want to have nice influences on people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good, good things, you know? Uh-huh. Or as somebody said that when I sang about my puppy, it made them, you know, they had to put their puppy down. And I, I eventually had to also, I don't have my puppy anymore, but he was like my little soulmate. Oh, wow. And, and you know, and so when I sing about him and I still do a song to him, uh, people, you know, if you have an, a, a pet, an animal, we don't call pets, they're our children. Yes, they're they four-legged are. <laughs> So, you know, when you have that, you, you, it's a person's heart, right. you know, and what, what to bring feeling, even if it's sad, but good feelings, remembrance or, you know, uh, feelings of love and, and fighting for what's right in the right way or, right. and just, just, you know, being, just being love. Yes. Uh-huh. For some reason, that's, it seems it's so hard for people, but if they would just, um, look inside themselves instead of being influenced by what's going on outside. And it's not an easy thing because I know sometimes I have to go to Sedona, Arizona, because that's where I center myself uh-huh. and then those vortexes. And I go to the stupa and uh, all, all the spiritual places. And I find I, I can center myself when it's just been so hectic and out of, out of whack. Right. And then I really do, I fight coming home to Los Angeles. And then when I get home, I don't want to leave my house because I'm so centered. <laughs> 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 and, um, and it, it, it's such a difference. Your life is so different as a centered person, as a centered soul, than it is when you're not centered yeah. and confused and, you know, and chaotic. Right. Uh, and people, you know, people sometimes just aren't nice to people anymore. I know that even when my mom was suffering and I, I got so uh, into the elderly and what their needs are, they need to be touched, they need to be accepted and, you know, make sure you make a, fu- you know, you let them know you know they're there and you love them. It's important. Just like little babies, they can't talk for themselves. Animals can't talk for themselves. And sometimes the elderly are abused. Absolutely. But, you know, I, I got into that and I used to sing to them. Sometimes in my audience, I'd walk out in the audience on a song and I'd have them sing with me. And I'd come, you know, it's so important. Right. You know, it's, it's communication. That's why I really don't love phones and I, I, the, the phones with the texting because I like to talk. Yes, we mm-hmm. do too. Yeah. I'm a talker. I'm from Brooklyn and I talk. <laughs> <laughs> but... My fingers don't work as well on the texting. <laughs> well, but it's, we're getting you know, to that too. So yes, we, we, yeah. we our fingers are getting to the point to where the, the letters are getting smaller and smaller on the phone. And it's like, okay, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. So um, uh, that's your eyesight. That's not the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Whatever it is, I call it old. <laughs> uh-huh. But, no, but we should be able to be aging lovely, gracefully, and healthy. And if this world were different, we probably would. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. I agree. You know, and that's that's actually a fact of it. Because if you um, and I'll, I'll when I email you, I'll see I'll send you a picture. And people always always compliment us because you know we're you know I just turned forty and he's about to turn forty and I'm thirty. Everybody, yeah. everybody's like, okay, how do you guys? still manage to look like you're in your 20s. And I go, that's because we take care of ourselves. We relinquish stress. We get rid of stressful people. We get rid of stressful things. Mm-hmm. We we have to, we format a big balance in our life. And we can tell right. when we don't do that because mm-hmm. we start seeing the aging. We start seeing a lot of differences. So that is actually very mm-hmm. true. So we always tell people, change your life. Get, you know, do something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that's, yeah. if it's not working out for you and you don't feel it's working out for you, trust in yourself and it'll work out for you when you change it. Yeah. And, 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 and try things, but you know, it's like, I, 
I, I remember, I just, you know, I wish there were less people fighting for the, the, the hatred and the, I agree. you know, yeah. the, the distrust, because that's what, co- that's, you know, it's the cause of problems everywhere. Yeah. Um, learn to love people, accept people. You know, if I didn't grow up in Brooklyn, I would know from Chinese food, Italian food, you know, I mean, uh-huh. everything, it was all there, you know, in all the movies. I mean, and I'm glad, I, I don't you know, I love Jewish cooking, but it gives you gas. <laughs> you gotta have you have to have some other openings and what if you close yourself off, what is there? Right. <laughs> Why your life should be a big bundle of a lot of things that are good. Absolutely. Yeah. To experience, right? Yes, absolutely. So I mean, unless you know, unless somebody shows themselves to really be, you know, detrimental, I you know, I just I there's nothing wrong with cracking a smile and saying a kind word. Absolutely. Yes. And that's our goal every day. We we have to make somebody happy because that's what makes us happy. It's what you give. It is absolutely what you give. That's true. Actually, the gift is in giving. It's not in receiving. Absolutely. I feel so good when somebody comes up to me. And so somebody says to me, well, how do you feel? I said, well, I feel I feel like I'm being gifted. If that somebody can come to me and say I touch their lives in a positive way. That's a gift. That's that's my gift. I mean, I feel so gifted that I'm able to help, that I'm able to touch their soul, their heart. Yeah. In a good way. And it's very true because we, I mean, like I said, we've been listening to your music for a very long time, mm-hmm. not just because of the interview. But uh, but the the thing of it is, is you, you know, all right, well, we, your sister is Barbara Streisand. We all know that. But you guys have such different styles in how you perform and yeah. how you sing. Mm-hmm. And it's so unique. And I'll tell you one of the things that I, I loved about it is both of you sang a version of pure imagination. Yes. That's true. I did it first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you this. I listened to Barbara's version. And of course, I love Barbara's version. But mm-hmm. yours was so unique, and I'm I'm like, okay, I love this one too. So there is no comparison on which one is better and which one's not because they're both no, incredibly just, good. And it's, we're different. We come, you, you know, uh, the way we are as people. We do have that ingredient. All you know, the genes make us similar in so many ways. But we do have parts of ourselves that are very different that are right. are unique. As everybody on this earth is unique in their being. Absolutely, nobody has the same footprint or fingerprint. And, you know, and the thing, the the one thing that I liked about that uniqueness that you both have is the fact that you, when you sing, you can sing the same song and you can sing it differently, but both of you are going to take our minds on a different journey. Yeah. So when I listen to her version, I'm going to feel myself in, in a different world. And then when I listen to your version, it's the same thing. I'm going to I'm going to be in a whole different world than I was listening to hers. And there like I said, there's no comparison, so it's not bad. It's just almost like it's a continued story that just keeps going every time you hear it. So mm-hmm. for for me personally, listening listening to you um in any style of music that you've done, it it kind of puts you in a world of saying I almost forgot about this world. It reminds me not what maybe that I did wrong, but what I did right that I might be forgetting that I did right that I should be doing now. Does that make sense? Kind of, but I'm not. Well, I'm not it, kind it of. Kind of not fills sure. a void. It, has, it, it kind of fills a void. Yeah. It's like if there's a fog, and then when the fog clears, here's this world that I haven't been paying attention to, and wow, wow. or. 
Or also it's a great feeling of happiness too. That's part Mm -hmm. of all of that. Well, it's kind of like when we get into a slump and sometimes when we get ourselves into a slump and we, that the first thing that comes to mind is that we can't get ourselves out of it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so when, for me, when I go listen to music, sometimes it reminds me that back in the day when I was maybe in the same similar type of slump or in a worse situation that I got out of it. And so Uh that's what I was kind of saying. It's like, it kind of helps remind you that, hey, look, you, you do have the strength to do this. You, you just, Mm -hmm. you got to look deep inside yourself and go get it and pull it out. It's going to be fine. So yeah. That's the one thing about music that I love, and especially with the styles that you perform with, it it gives you that that sense of comfort. It's warming in a lot of sense. Yeah. Very warm. Uh, well, thank you. That's what I, that's, you know, to bring people's hearts. And now I'm even trying to work a friend of mine. I don't know if you've heard of the Salvaggio frequencies and the 528, which is the uh-huh. the frequency of God, the yes. megahertz. Yes. Um, so it, there's a whole site where, Right now, we're like uploading and changing the um, where our music has been in 440 to the 528 because that's the, that's John Lennon wrote Imagine in 540. Really? Wow. Yeah, wow, it's, that's it's, amazing. It's, it's the heart connect. It's the heart connection. I think Hey Jude was also written in 528. So I have a girlfriend, my girlfriend and I, who uh, we wrote uh, the next song that I'm releasing. Uh-huh. Uh, which will be soon. I'm, I'm doing singles until my whole product is finished. I have five in the can. Wow. And I'm working, getting them done. And so I'm putting them out digitally at first. And then I'll have the compilation on a, on a hard copy, too. Wow. So the next one is a song I wrote with, with Judy Quay uh, and Michael Orlean, my musical director. We wrote this in the 90s, and it was inspired by my climb up Bell Rock during the Harmonic Convergence oh, wow. in, 1980, in August of 1987. Wow. So... Um, yeah. So it's very enlightening. It's about self-love, one-on-one love, sometimes having to break away but come back and to grow, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, but we, I, all the things that I felt around that mountain with the native drumming, and it, it's all in there, all the instruments I wanted. Wow. And it's nice. the, the only song I've ever written so far, but uh, it's the first time now it's fully orchestrated and going to be out as a, as a single and coming out on the, on the compilation as well. Ah. called Light of Love, and that's going to be the follow-up to Save the Country. Save the Country is the cry to everybody to come together and come on already. Right. Stop with the nonsense. Come together. Yes. It was yeah. a great song. Yeah. Very inspiring. And the music video, the same way. It was very, very inspiring at that. And so you definitely pulled the strength out of um, out of us in that. So mm-hmm. I can't wait to listen to the rest of it. Well, keep, do me a favor. Keep pushing it. Keep pushing it. Because oh, we we're will. in a time now where more people have to hear it. That actually, the first song that I was going to release was "The Light of Love." But when all this stuff was happening, I just I brought "Save the Country," which I used to do it in my show with with backup and everything. But uh-huh. um, I didn't do it in a long time, and I said, "This is the time to record it." Absolutely. I said, "I have to put this message out, and I have to make it where it where it relates to today and what we're going through today." Absolutely. And, well, and, um, well, yeah. And we had a magnificent, yeah, yeah we had a magnificent. Uh, documentary maker for the for the piece that goes with it wow. fabulous who was uh, um, a mexican immigrant who has uh-huh. been here years and years uh-huh. and years and years and he was feeling all the pressure very talented artistic guy 
and yeah, he worked with us and did a marvelous video to go with the song. Now, tell me, now, we talked a little bit about Barbara. You had mentioned this in one interview before. Was it hard when you started doing singing, being um, alongside with Barbara? Because you guys did an incredible tour together. And did mm-hmm. you find that to be to be hard, or was it, I'm sure it was exciting or fun, or was there hardships for you, basically? Fun. Yeah, it was fun traveling with my family and eating, you know, being with them 24-7 on a continual basis and then being with them on stage at night. It was great. Um, I was the first time I performed, well, I, yeah, I think my biggest audience was like maybe 2000 when I performed with Bob Hope, maybe rest in peace years ago. Uh-huh. But I mean, like 20 arenas of 20,000 people screaming. I mean, it was just wow. incredible just looking up into the rafters. Um, it, it was very exciting. And uh, I, I was wanting to sing with my sister for many, many years. And when is this going to happen? But I always knew that I had to make my own mark mm-hmm. uh-huh. first. And even though I didn't get to where it was enough, I thought, to be there, uh, you know, it, it, it happened at that moment. Uh, and um, it was great. It was great. And uh, so we did, we did one song on the American tour, and then we did another song on the European and Israel Wow. Uh, we did Smile for that, and, uh, and then I did the um, Forget Your Troubles, uh, Get Happy, and uh, Happy Days with her uh, in the States. Wow. Mm-hmm. So do you think you guys will ever do a collaboration album? I don't know. That would be up to her. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get my own out now. <laughs> it's, been a while since I, it's been a while since I had recordings out. You know, the last one I had was a while back ago. But uh, it was time for me to, uh, now I had something to say. Right. And a reason to say it, you know. Uh, And it's it's my own production. It's um, just me and my producer, my arranger producer. And uh, we're doing it without people from a record company telling us what to do. And I think it's the best work I've ever done. Independence. Love and independence. Yes. It's just it's just harder to get it out there because you're, you're independent. Everything absolutely. So help me get it out there. It's got to get out. There. Oh, girl, we will. It's you such know? an incredible song, and you're so talented with it. Absolutely, you can count on us to yes, do that. Yes, yes. I mean, absolutely. So oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So, um, are there any artists that you would like to record with? Hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't really thought about it lately. I'm just so into into the topic of what I want to be doing. It's not. I don't know if what I'm doing is that commercial. I mean, I have a couple of songs, and there are that one of them is from my show, my performance that I'm doing now mm-hmm. when I'm out on the road. Another one is one I did before, but it was but I never recorded them, and now they're fully orchestrated and uh, Which gorgeous, is and, amazing. By the way, I you, mean, know, you have I a mean, full I orchestra, just, yeah. You know, so I'm just um, I'm so pleased about that because my last. My last single was just piano vocal. My last uh, CD was just Which, piano voice. By the way, a piano uh, and a voice. Oh, it, it it's I love it. <laughs> yeah. I want one with just strings too. Sometimes. Oh wow! Years ago, there was a a, a musical um, a guy that got all the uh, he was put all the orchestras together in Las Vegas, um, and he came to see my rehearsal in Vegas, and he said, "You should be singing with just a string orchestra." Oh, wow. And so I, that's that's one of my that's one of my 
goals eventually. But also, when I worked at the, the Hilton years ago and Elvis Presley was in the main room and I would get to meet the, uh, the musicians that played for him and some of them played in, in my band in the other room. And I said, what is it that's so great about working with Elvis? And he said, it's like a happening. Uh-huh. It's a happening. They're always so great because they're a happening. And that never left me because in my mind, and it's still there because it still hasn't happened yet, I want, it's almost like there's a mountain almost of, and people, and I'm singing, and people are coming to gather around. Not so much because of me, mm-hmm. but because of what they're hearing is making them feel good. Wow. Absolutely. That it's bringing peace and contentment and, you know, and a lift. It's lifting them. Yeah. And so to me, that would be a happening. If you could do that all around, you know, uh-huh. and if, you know, I'm just, like I said, I'm just a little, one little voice in this world. We're all just a little speck in, in the scheme of all things. <laughs> uh-huh. But um, if it can start a resurgence or, a, you know, something that comes to where people come to being in the love vibration and, and wanting to be better and, and giving and open. And I'm, I'm all, I, I'd be very complimented if I had anything to do with that. I would, you know, if I had a little piece of the puzzle. Wow. Very nice indeed. Very nice indeed. So uh, talking about that, um, how do we spread the phrase of giving thanks because, you know, talking about how we're just all, each of us is our own individual being, how do we go about mm-hmm. giving thanks? I give thanks by being good to others. I give thanks. I talk to God every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when I get a, a parking space, I thank you. <laughs> you work out. Thank you. You know. In L.A., so you have to. <laughs> yeah, in my, you know, and in my head, I mean... I, I'm just out there, and I also like oh, God. Was a year ago, April, I think it was on my sister's birthday. A year ago, not purposely on her birthday, it just turned out that way. I started going to meditation. Uh huh. And I used to meditate years ago, and then I stopped it. I got out of it in the '80s, around this before and after I did my past life regression. Um, but now I'm back into it now for over a year, and uh-huh. it really helped. It really, really helps center you. And it, the, I, what I love also are the sound baths. That's music that heals. They said the, fu- uh-huh. the, mu- uh, the uh, medical profession in the future will be musical. Musical tones oh, like the salvegio, yeah. you know. It really, and, and think about how much music heals. Yeah, I agree. I'm sitting, sorry, even, I'm sitting here pondering all that. Yeah, like, yeah. uh-huh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You just, I guess, you, you, people just don't realize, or for myself, how much music actually does heal. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it, until you pointed it out, I mean, I think I've always known that, but until you actually set, physically said that, and I'm like, okay, makes sense. Wow, that's why I feel better every time I, I listen to a certain thing. Because I, when I'm writing, that's the one thing I love to listen to music, and it, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's truly. So it's do you amazing. And, like, and meditation also, if everybody who comes to meditation goes through the meditation to find peace within themselves, we're also praying for the, you know, and that it moves out into the masses. We're spreading right. it. Wow. The more of us that do it, it spreads to others. Wow. Well, we actually haven't done uh, meditation. We probably, we've been told to start it and we, we probably should 
But I, I have to find patience into sitting there sometimes because I don't have that um, in ah. sitting still. But uh, I am I'm going to get there because I, I really want to find myself getting into meditation. I think it Believe would help me, my It's not as hard as you think. It's probably harder if you're starting by yourself. But if you go with a group that's, that's led, you know, that's led, uh -huh. uh, and everybody uh -huh. is there for the same reason. It's amazing the love that's in that room, number one. Uh -huh. and that it's shared, and we're spreading the vibration everywhere else. Wow, that's an interesting concept. I mean, it's, it, it's, everybody who does it, you're helping others. Not only yourself, you're helping others. Giving. And that's a way yeah. of being thankful. Yeah. Wow. So just showing, you, uh, showing up for yourself will eventually, you know, it's just going to spread and spread and spread. Interesting. Well, we're going to have to do it. We're just going to have to do it. Yeah. We're up for all that. I mean, we, we, you know, we have our methods that we use, but we're always up for newer methods. And, you know, the one thing every time we do when we go, when we're in L.A., because we like to be in L.A. a lot, is we love to go hiking in the mountains. Yeah. And it is such a big therapeutic thing to do in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we love to do that. So, and they, and in fact, I think they do, there's some of them that do uh, either meditation or yoga classes in the mountains, I think. The mm -hmm. last time we were there, they were doing classes over there. A lot of the teachers that teach at my meditation place uh, also take, um, they take people out to other countries. They oh, go wow. on, a, uh, what is it called? A, um, it's like a trip they take and they, they do a lot of, you know, uh, praying and, and meditating somewhere in nature, in another country or whatever. They pick spots. Very nice. You know? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, you do get out. You do, you know. It's a, I really want to do one of those. It's a, re oh, a retreat. They call it a retreat. retreat. Yeah, yes. that's it. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, that's always nice. Whenever I hear about people, I say, oh, God, I got to do that. I got to do that. I have not done that yet. Uh-huh. I just go to Sedona, and I have my, my friends up there that I hike with and, and go to the stupa with and do my thing and I sometimes probably at the stupa every day oh, and I'm wow. there so well yeah. you never know we might end up uh, running into you when we do a meditation class in uh, in LA sometime <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> well really quick the one question I want to ask because you know um, this kind of just came on the TV last night tell me about your experience on the nanny that was yeah! such a funny episode <laughs> Did they just rerun that again? <laughs> they did. We just I just saw it on the TV last night, and I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to be talking to her tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a fun show to do. It was. I had a lot of fun. As a matter of fact, that's the song, the song I sang on that, The Light of Love. That's the one that's going to come out next. Oh. Fully orchestrated. Really? All right. Well, very, very cool. Well, yeah. You know, like yeah. I said, we're going to definitely, but it was funny to, to, to watch. And of course, um, Fran, such a hoot, a hoot anyway. <laughs> Love talking yeah, to Fran. she's hysterical. Yes. It was, it was it, yeah, she's great. Fran is great. I had such fun doing that show. Oh, it such seems fun. like that. Everybody. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Same DNA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were laughing at that, and then at the end when she when she apparently had Barbara's uh, shoes, and I'm like, I'm uh -huh. thinking to myself, yeah, I doubt Barbara would have ever let you get out that house with the shoes in her purse. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, Rosalind, I can't say enough. Thank you so much. This has been my a, pleasure. An incredible conversation. Yes, indeed. And well, you take care. Thank you. you. Take care. Be well, and and, and fight for the, what's right. We all have to fight for it's right. We can't avoid it and walk away. We've got to stand up. Absolutely. To make the world a better place. Yes. Thank you. And we definitely will. And thank you so much for being on the show. And, and just some way or another, thank you for being a part of our life. We really do appreciate that. Well, thank you for making me a part of your life. Thank you. You know, so when she first answered the phone, I almost thought it was Barbara. <laughs> She sounds just like her. She really does. But that was a great interview. We yeah. have some good interviews. I like these people. They're always wonderful people. Yes. They really are. Well, I want to thank Rosalind for coming on the show. You can check out her music. Please check out her music. Uh, you can go to her website, find out all the events. Mm-hmm. It's rosalindkind.com is the website. Yes. Check it out. It is amazing. She is a wonderful, wonderful woman, and she's got some great talent so get to know her more i promise you you will not be disappointed exactly absolutely and be sure to tell your friends about us and Rosalind and everyone else that we have on our show we love to entertain everybody follow us on instagram at chris.ann.will absolutely and you know next week we got another great episode with another wonderful guest and topic so you don't want to miss it. But we want to thank Rosalind for coming on the show. We want to thank you guys for coming back to our show every single week. Yes. We love you guys. And remember to love yourself and the world will love you in return. But for now, you know what? We have to run and gear up for Thanksgiving. I know we're not going Thanksgiving uh, shopping. <laughs> so uh, anyway, well, have a great holiday and a great week. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.